Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can help you lose weight, feel great, or reverse aging, usually all three. First, I want to invite you to get my book, Get Out of Hormone Hell, Six Heavenly Steps to Lose Weight, Feel Great, and Reverse Aging. It's on Amazon right now, and it was on the top of the Kindle charts for quite a while, but oh, I would love to have it hit Amazon bestseller list in the printed versions. In my book, you know, what I do is I stress what, you know, it's all about the small steps in the journey of life. It's not just the destination of health, because there is none. You can't get to health. Health is a journey. It's the way we navigate each step that really matters. And that's where you get the H-E-A-V-E-N from my title, and that comes into play. Each letter carries the potential to elevate your journey, to guide you through a path of vibrant wellness, vitality, and, and just feeling your best every single day. So H for hibernate, that is the restorative rest. Ah, good quality sleep. That is when your body and mind rejuvenate and most importantly, detoxifies and clears out all that metabolic waste. You know, that way when you wake up, you're restored and you're ready to meet the challenges of the new day. You know, the dreams you chase need a well-rested spirit to catch them. Okay, so in the heaven, then we go to E for exercise. The body is a vessel of endless possibility, and movement is the key to unlocking the potential. And you engage in physical activity, you're not just building physical strength, but you're building emotional resilience and mental determination. Not to mention you get a really good sense of accomplishment. Exercise, movement, unlocks the spirit like nothing else. And last week, my show was about how research has proven that just four and a half minutes of exercise, and this is people that didn't even call themselves exercisers. They said they were non-exercisers, in fact. But four and a half minutes can slash the risk of certain cancers, breast cancer, colon cancer, uterine and endometrial cancer, by an earth-shattering 34%. Holy moly, that blew my mind. And in my book, I have a zillion other little steps that can also make an enormous difference in your health. Okay, A now, for aggravations. We want to avoid aggravations. Life's canvas is painted with so many various hues, some bright, some dark, some muted, some brilliant. Choosing to focus on the colors of life that bring you joy and gracefully sidestep those shadows can seek that really can dampen your spirit. You you want to embrace and focus on the bright things. And in doing so, you're going to be cultivating a garden of possibility that flourishes in your body. Focusing what is true, 
what is beautiful, what is uplifting, and the rest will be less stressful. You know, it is what we focus on that gets bigger and bigger. You know, if you're focusing on all the little negative things, oh my gosh, they're going to drive you crazy. Instead, it's essential, essential to focus on the good things, all the positive things. Okay, now V for in the heaven, viewpoint. Like Henry Ford, no relationship. But he said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. It's that lens which we view the world that can transform ordinary moments into extraordinary experiences, cultivating a perspective that embraces things like gratitude and curiosity and open-mindedness and confidence in self. Throw out the feelings of self-doubt, judgment, comparison, competition, you know, stay in your lane. This is your journey. Don't compare yourself or compete with anybody else. This is your life. You do it your best. In doing so, you're going to discover beauty in places you never even thought to look. Next, E, for eating properly. I love this one. Nourishment is just not about feeding the body. It is celebrating self-care and vitality. You know, you don't want to just feed those taste buds, but savoring each healthy bite with the knowledge, you're providing the body with the energy it needs to embrace life fully. You don't want to choose something that maybe tastes good for a little bit while you're chewing it and swallowing it, but then your cells are crashing. You know, I've always said that if I were the devil and I couldn't outright kill somebody, I'd get them addicted to sugar and junk. It steals the vitality. It steals their health. And it cuts years off of the life that they could be doing really good things in this world. Okay. Okay, N. It's for the noxious toxins. In this day and age, we got to guard our physical environment. We have added over 90,000 chemicals to our environment since the 1940s. Our body was never designed to deal with the magnitude of these toxicants. And we really need to do our best to avoid as much as we can. Body's resilient. Oh boy. Yep. There's so many pathways that are building it, but we have to protect as much as we can. So... That's the H-E-A-V-E-N. You got my book in a nutshell, but there's so much more in there. So I really encourage you to go to Amazon and buy it. Remember, you hold the brush that paints the canvas of your life. Each stroke, each choice, each little step, that shapes the masterpiece that is uniquely you. I wrote the book to help you embrace the heavenly principles And it could be just like a guidepost of a life well-lived, a life filled with purpose, joy, boundless possibilities. Your journey is a symphony, and you are the conductor of that orchestra. My hope is the acronym of heaven will be the melody that lifts you to dance like no one is looking. Today, I want to share some captivating research on how faith 
is a power greater than yourself that can have profound impact on your life. Research finds that faith, science, has revealed astounding impacts on health and longevity. Multiple studies indicate that there is a decreased incident of depression by 29%. All-cause mortality is decreased by 25 to 35% over 10 to 15 years. It's like an additional seven years of good quality life. Suicide rate decreased by 84%. Divorce rate by 30 to 50%. And substance abuse was decreased. But on the other hand, happiness increases. Every individual has more meaning and purpose. You know, I just finished watching several episodes of the series, The Chosen. It's the life of Jesus. That is my perspective from Christianity. But I don't want to limit God. I believe he is the creator of all we know and what we don't know. And we don't know a heck of a lot. You know, it's like 47 years ago when I opened the shop, I thought we were in a mess. I cannot believe the state of health today. We don't even know some of the things to test for. But what we do know, and research is proving, that faith can help us be healthier and live longer better. Here's how. At the heart of faith, you've got a treasure trove of positive emotions. You've got hope and gratitude and compassion. These emotions in the research of Emmons and McCullough have shown us that they're just not good feelings, but they have profound catalysts for well-being. And the more you cultivate gratitude, acts of kindness, you actually unlock powerful shields against stress. And who can deny the intimate relationship between stress and health? I mean, look at a lot of the people that have fallen ill in your life, maybe even you. I think you'll notice many, many times there is a huge stressful experience that preceded it. And the remarkable Dr. Herbert Benson has illuminated how faith-based practices like meditation, mindfulness, prayer, and most importantly, forgiveness of self and others can trigger this wonderful restorative relaxation response, the parasympathetic nervous system kicks in and that calms the storm of stress hormones, giving us a real boost of immune strength and cardiovascular health. Okay, now let's dance with some of the hormones that I talk about in my book. Those little messengers that shape our mood and our well-being. Faith has a wonderful role in this biochemical symphony. Regularly engaging in spiritual practices releases the hormones of serotonin, dopamine, these transmitters that inspire our joy and vitality. Science is pretty clear. Faith embraces a state of well-being that cascades from our mind to our cells, every single one of them. I love the symphony of happy hormones rather than how stress 
can cause a cacophony of stress hormones, that noisy, unpleasant racket of ill health and increased risk of disease. All right. And then what about the social tapestry that faith weaves? We know from looking at the blue zones that I talk about all the time, the blue zones where people around the world, when they're born, they're going to live to be 80, 90, 100 easily. And a sense of community is one of the greatest determinants of longevity. Communities, churches, synagogues, temples, typically, are what we find. But places founded on faith are a haven of belonging, of camaraderie, and solace when you're under periods of life stress that we all have. No life is without trials and tribulations. It's where we grow. Some have an unfair amount for sure, but these are the social networks that through the eyes of Holt and Lundstad and her colleagues have proven to elongate your journey on this earth. Longevity, these connections, this interconnectedness of humanness cradles us in times of challenges, lifts our spirits in moments of doubt, and ultimately boisters our resilience in the face of life's trials. So it's pretty cool when science and research can prove these old ways are such a good, solid way to live. I love not only how the research is going on, but it's also everyday obvious observances that prove, that have evidence that points towards a path of a healthier, longer life. We find that faith is not just a feeling in our heart. It's something that emanates from within and resonates through every fiber of our being. It's almost like we were designed to need to connect to something greater than ourselves. Like we need to eat properly and exercise, we also need to soulfully connect with something greater for our best health. Instead of worrying about the future or being depressed about what happened in the past we can't change, We can use our faith in something greater to overcome all of these negative thoughts, toss them out, replace them. Thoughts about things that, you know, you can't change. It's the past. But things in the future that probably won't happen, we don't need to think about those either. We need the connection to something greater. This connection through prayer, through meditation, is really like a key that unlocks doors to vitality and well-being, nourishing our souls, nourishing our bodies. As we cultivate hope, we're rewarded with a brighter outlook on life. As we find connections in faith communities, we cultivate resilience to see us through life's trials and tribulation, but also to celebrate the wins in life. Sharing good times is just as important as sharing the times of stress and trials. Being alone, being isolated has proven to be one of the healthiest, unhealthiest ways to live. So in the dance of faith and science, we discover that living that uplifts our spirits, it also fuels our bodies. Taking the time for quiet each day to commune with the spiritual side of our existence is as essential, I believe, as eating right, exercising, avoiding toxins and stress, and sleeping well. And it doesn't take a lot of time. You can do this while you're on a walk, while sitting alone. My favorite time is before the sunrise rises, but you choose. 
but taking time to cultivate, to fertilize and tend that spiritual side of us has been shown by research to be as essential as all the other good things we do for our body. Decreases the risk of depression, 29%. All-cause mortality by 25 to 35% over 10 to 15 years, possibly adding seven years of additional quality life. Decreasing suicide rate by 84%. And mind you, it has gone up tremendously in the last few years and decreasing divorce rate by 30 to 50%, decreasing substance abuse, drug addictions, and increasing happiness. Positive emotions, gratitude, joy, patience, hope, compassion, love. Where do we read about all this? It creates symphony within ourselves that harmonizes not only our essence of our existence, but also our immune system, our cardiovascular system, all our healthy hormones, Every cell of our body responds. So the best way to get out of hormone hell is to take these little steps every day that supports how your body was designed to thrive. Heaven, it's found in sleeping, in exercise, avoiding aggravations. It's a positive viewpoint. It's eating properly. It's avoiding noxious toxins, H-E-A-V-E-N. And tied to all of these is our spiritual needs. You know, I would put this under the viewpoint, the V in heaven, but science tells the story. Living a good life is pretty basic. It's making a lot of good little choices, taking tiny steps every day that builds us up and gives our biology what it needs. It's not rocket science after all. The rules of biology are pretty simple, but it's easy to to break in today's environment. You know, everywhere you turn, there are things that would take us off track to this heavenly lifestyle. What we need is to help each other do our best, make the best choices. So I'm glad you listened today. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, you can listen to this or my other shows on my website, debford.com. Go to iTunes under Today's Nutrition. Um, if you need help and support, getting back to a healthier state, a healthier way to live, I invite you to join one of my programs or to make an appointment. Shoot me an email, schedule a time to chat. And I hope you have a heavenly day.